Well, I haven't had any luck finding my new assistant. In fact, I haven't had any applicants at all. Any idea why? Uh, actually, I'm working on it. It's hard to get just the right person. Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. How's it going, Mike? Good. It looks like I scared you for a minute. You look startled. I, I always am startled every time we start. I'm nervous, okay. Mike. I get the red eye phobia or whatever. As soon as I see the red <laughs> light, I get I panic. Oh uh, yeah, except like it's the Brady a, Bunch. <laughs> exactly. You do exactly what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, isn't that the, the ice cream eating contest, right? Something like that. Well, I'm see. That's what I'm not sure. I think we're confusing two episodes because there was the ice cream oh, eating oh, contest maybe. with Bobby. Cindy right. freaked out with the red light at some trivia thing. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, maybe you know I'm confusing I mean? both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Because Bobby was trying to win some award because all his brothers and sisters have trophies and he didn't have shit. Of course, he was like uh, seven. Yeah. You know, like, what are you going to have yeah. at that point? And he was just trying yeah, to seem... win something. And so he went on ice cream eating and he lost. And yeah. then his family gave him a best brother trophy or something. With some ice cream to celebrate. Yeah. And, and like, Cindy. Oh, ice cream. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. He's like, I don't, I don't like ice cream anymore. And then Cindy was going on something, I think, to win. I don't know what. That's right. And she froze. Was, she yeah, was like a deer froze. in headlights, right? Yes. Yeah. She froze the whole entire time, even though she knew all the answers. And then she came yeah. home, and there was no one around, and she thought that they were disappointed in her, so they didn't want to see her, but instead they jumped out and surprised her, too. And I forgot yeah. what they did. <laughs> because that's what your family would do. They would shame you. <laughs> for freezing on national television and leave the house. But I but anyway. cannot live with the Brady name anymore because of what Cindy did. <laughs> I am You've leaving. Shamed us. I am leaving. Yes. yes. She has brought shame into this house. I have I am leaving. I'm running away. Marsha and Greg are you gonna should... go I don't know. Have babies. Form a family of their own. I'm just kidding. Yeah. All right. <laughs> On that note. All right, but we're back. We're back after the we're holiday. Back. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we kind of missed a little bit. There was a gap. No Christmas episode this time around. Yeah. Maybe we'll, we'll do a Christmas in July or something maybe to make oh, up for it. Oh, that's a good idea. When everyone's all uh, sweaty. Yeah. So, since we've been off for a while, we were, I know we were just talking about this. Did you have any time to watch anything? I know you were busy. Yeah, you we, you would think that I watched a lot of stuff during all the time off, but to be honest, I watched one thing that I can actually remember, and it was um, Jerry and Marge Go Large with uh, Brian Cranston, where uh, is like that a, the lottery? lottery thing? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess based on a true story, it says, or you know, I don't know how how loosely, but uh, it's good. Good. It was a good movie. It was you know. Was uh, okay. you could draw your Breaking Bad parallels to it if you wanted to, but um, <laughs> it was pretty good. I liked it. Okay, cool. Fun family movie. Yeah. Okay. I like yeah. it. How about you? Uh so yeah, uh, I already told Mike I watched a lot of stuff because 
Um, I had some time off, unlike Mike. Um, but first, I'm going to talk about a podcast. So, uh, new friend of the show, uh, Tim Wilson reached out. Or, sorry, why did I say Tim? Ted Wilson. Oh, God, I'm starting off great. Sorry, Ted. Man. I know. I'm looking right at his name, too, and I still said the wrong thing. <laughs> and it's not like it's a long name. No. Exactly. All right, but anyway, their podcast is called uh, That Checks Out. Um, he reached out because he's like, hey, we I found your episode. You know, that's how people do it, right? They stumble across it somehow. I don't know how. There's a billion podcasts now, so I'm not sure how, but I appreciate anyone that steps up. Uh, stumbles upon ours but he said hey it reminded him uh the beginnings of their podcast and stuff and i guess he went to uh a dukes of hazard thing in um virginia so got that going but anyway yeah so i listened to theirs uh they actually record not far from us well relatively not far from us and uh but they uh actually use a studio and um yeah so when you go check them out don't abandon us because they sound so more, much more professional than we are. <laughs> right. Remember who your friends are. Um, That's what makes us endearing <laughs> to you. All. But I did tell him that I would mention his show and uh, get at least one more listener out of it. So, Sweet. And then, then he told me not to steal his jokes because they must say the same thing. <laughs> Everyone, all, we all know we have no audience. That's fine. <laughs> we're, all, we're fine with it. We get a couple people. Maybe we should just listen right. to his show and then like and like duplicate it like afterwards. Just record and it no, and then just yeah, like yeah. no one else with our voices. With our voices and then like we'll no one else it has heard it. I'm sure we could do that with AI, right? Sure. All right. So things that I've watched, I'm gonna try to do this quickly. First of all, okay. new season of Slow Horses was on uh, Apple TV. I think I told you about the show before. What and, the hell? Huh? It's I a, don't remember. I don't know. Yeah, it's like a um a spy they, show, like, met... oh, okay. and but it's like in you know so MI five, but like Slow Horses is like the House of Rejects that like got not kicked out of the thing, but they they suck and they fuck shit up. Gary Oldman oh. leads him, and he's like an old drunk, cantankerous kind of guy. It's actually it's really good. It's a really good show. I totally recommend watching good, it. Actually. Yeah, it's on. This season was super short though. That's how I was able to blast through it all. Um, I've also been watching Monarch Legacy of Monsters, which I didn't know if I'd like, but keep, people kept saying how good it was. So it's kind of based off of the whole uh, Godzilla movie type thing. And um, and I think it's tied into a little bit with Kong Skull Island, too. And oh, wow. Yeah. And, but it talks, it's kind of goes like back and forth in time, like showing how things kind of started. Um, it's got Kurt Russell in it. He's always good. You know, he's always fun. Oh, yeah. Um, I did watch Monk. There was a movie. I was. I'm a big Monk fan, so I did watch the last movie, Matt Monk's Last Case. I think it was called Mr. Monk's Last Case. Um, it was fine. Uh, I will say, <laughs> no, it was too depressing. Like Monk is always, you know, Wait. he's had a, a, a character with issues because his wife was killed, and he's trying to find the murderer. And they they ended the series with him figuring it out and connecting with, I guess, I guess, uh a daughter that she had that she thought was um, given away or died, but didn't. And so it was a nice closing, but then they brought it back for a movie because they did something during COVID. And, um, but this was kind of depressing because like the whole entire time he was like planning on killing himself. You know what I mean? He like had a calendar, like Xing it out when he was going to meet Trudy. Cause he was just going to end it all. I'm like, all right, this is freaking depressing. You know? Wow. 
And like all the people come back to the show and he's like mad at them because they all left him. I'm like, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I never watched it, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, is it always that dark? No, that's what I'm saying. Like he's always, oh. you know, depressing and, bad, you know, he's not great. But the show itself isn't that dark. This was okay. like, I don't know. The darkest. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's crazy. And honestly, he who doesn't needs end to be freaking depressed when you're watching something these days? You know what I mean? Right. There's enough shit in the world that you know, <laughs> it's real. Um, Entertainment needs to be an escape. Yes. Right. And then uh, I did watch um, I'm watching the new series of uh, Reacher on Prime. Oh. Season two. Yeah. I've always wanted to watch that. I've never watched it. Yeah, I recommend it. It's good. Start with season one, obviously. Okay. Right. Um, also, uh, I did. Uh, my son and I watched the creator. We saw the previews for that when it was coming out in the theaters. And it looked the really cool. Remind me of that. It's what is it? uh, based about AI. <laughs> like something happens with AI, and they kind of abolish it. But then there's whole uh, 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 part of the world where AI is still allowed in Asia, and they think that there's they created a weapon that's going to wipe everybody else out so they send people over there it's 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 actually pretty interesting it gets a little yeah. confusing at points with some stuff where they jump around a little bit but overall i think it was pretty good it certainly looked really good too and then lastly i've been wa- i just started watching mr mercedes uh, based on some stephen king books that i read the yeah. first two and um, I'm in the third one right now, and I'm like, well, maybe I'll start watching. I forgot that that was a thing. I forgot it was a show on Peacock. So, so just slightly off topic, uh, Stephen King. So one yeah. of my boys was telling me about the Jaunt, a short story by Stephen King. He's like, it's it's pretty disturbing. So I'm that's my next read. So maybe I'll maybe I'll, I'll read that and let you know what I think. Have you read that? It's the, the Jaunt. Jaunt. No, I took like a, sh- a short story. I don't know what first published in eighty one. It was in the oh, it was in the skeleton crew. I must have. I'll check it out and I'll let you know. I'll bring it back. Yeah, I probably did based on when what year it came out, where it was in. I think I did, but I don't remember it. So it did so you ever ago. watch? I, so you're you're a Stephen King fan. You read? Yeah, I read Stephen a lot King? of his stuff. Yeah. Did Did you read the Dark Tower series? Yeah. Did you see the movies? No, the movie, one the movies, movies? the Dark yeah, Tower. I don't know. No. What it was. Yeah, I heard it wasn't that good. I heard the same, so I never went to see it. But I love the books, so I was just curious. But, I've heard that they've been trying to do like a series or a mini series based on them, which would make make more sense. Yeah, yeah. It has to be done right too, you know. Really, yeah. You'd have to spend some time, and you'd have to do multiple yeah. seasons. Covering each book basically to make it work. Right, right. But yeah, no, I did read that. I read that whole series. Yeah, actually, I got a book that I might try to sell because it's like a first edition of one of them, like in a special printing version with pictures and stuff in it. Paid like oh, yeah. fifty. Bucks. Yeah, I've got a couple of those. Yeah, too. I paid like fifty bucks for them. Yeah, because they like we had to wait like... for those to come out. Yeah, exactly. But like you can sell them for some a uh, little bit of money, so maybe I'll do that. Yeah, nice. I don't know. I'll have to check that out too. Yeah. All right, uh, that's all, all right. I watched. Believe it or not, I know that's a lot. That's, that's good. Yeah, it is a lot. I'm sorry. So uh, you should get a, like another podcast to talk about that. <laughs> Just or I should do something with my life besides watching TV. <laughs> it's well, winter. What else much. am I going to do? The weather sucks. Yeah, right. We're in the Midwest. Yeah. There's not. I mean, there's only so much you can do. Right. 
All right. So what did we watch for today? We watched the pilot of Hotel from 1983. And, um, you know, as far as pilots go, it was it was a long one. It was surprisingly, like, back in the day, okay, 1983, I was 13-ish, you know, somewhere around there. And um, I remember Hotel, and I was remembering, like, that's something I would never watch. I'm like, that looks so, like, grown-up, sophisticated, like, dynasty-type thing that I'm like, I would want no no part of it. I liked it when I watched it. I mean, this is the first time I've ever watched it. I actually, <laughs> I'm like, it's pretty good. Pretty good show. How long did that, how long was it on? Do you know? I don't even know. Um, it was on from September of 1983 to May of 1988. Okay, so good run. Had a good yeah, 114 run episodes. Yeah. No, it had a good run. Yeah. Yeah, this was, by Did the way, a uh, recommendation like a from uh, Michelle McElroy. Friend Michelle of the coming podcast through. As well. Yes. Um, no, I don't. I know my mom watched it, at least partly. I don't think I did because I'm like, why well, do I want to watch a show about a hotel? I know, right? It's not. It's not like geared to teenage kids, but no, it's not. Uh, not at all. No, it's for adults. It's it's basically a soap opera. I mean, it's basically like Dynasty, Dallas, Falcon Crest in a hotel, right? I mean, yeah, yeah with yeah. a little bit of Love Boat thrown in. At least this first one. I don't exactly. know if they're all like this. Exactly. I was thinking that too. I, in fact, I I did say that. In part of my notes, because like when the when it starts, there's like you know they introduce kind of like all of the guests kind of that are coming onto the into the hotel, like one at a time, you know, or like couple, you know, couples yeah. if they're together. And it's kind of it reminded me of Love Boat how they kind of do that. You learn a little bit about them as they're entering, uh-huh. you know, they're having their conversation, and then <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yes, it's, so it's it was, it's like Love Boat, but a hotel. Yeah, yeah. no, exactly. It's yeah. <laughs> A little more serious too, but um, yeah, I, I mean, we'll talk about it in a little bit, but they definitely tackle a little bit more serious subjects, I think. Yeah, that, and yeah, this was an Aaron Spelling yeah creation, right? Mm-hmm. Who was the love so, boat dude too? So yeah, and I want to say this episode was packed with names. Like, oh yeah, you know, guest guest stars, and I I just popped open Wikipedia because that's the you know. The Bible of the Internet. Yes, and it's it's it, there's like guest stars. There's like five thousand people that guest star on the show. <laughs> I know. I got it open so too. It, it wasn't just that first episode, right? Like, and some of these names, you're like Martin Landau. Holy cow! Um, yeah, Steve Allen, Robert Culp, Liberace, <laughs> Julia, Julia Duffy. <laughs> uh, some people I don't know. Yeah, no, I know. Gavin McLeod. <laughs> Speaking of. Uh, love boat. Dinah Shore. Remember Dinah Shore? Oh yeah, I remember watching Scott oh. Bayo. I remember watching her show with my mom. Oh. Yeah, but even this one, yeah, you got Betty Davis starting the show out right. She's like the right owner, I guess, of the hotel. Yeah, yeah. Mrs. But um, yeah, and she she is only in this episode. Trent. I, I guess she was Mrs. going. Trent. Yeah, she was going to be. Like in the series, but she got ill after this, so they kind of. Oh really? I guess they brought someone else in to be like her sister, and then she got better. But it's like, yeah, sorry. But yeah, <laughs> this episode, and then this episode had Shirley Jones, Pernell Roberts, 
and um, Jack Guilford. And I wrote Bill Macy, but I forgot who Bill Macy was in this episode. Do you remember? I don't know. Connie Selica was in it. Yeah, Connie Selica was the star, and James Rowland. Pat Cast. Morgan Fairchild. I forgot about that. How did I forget? Oh, yeah, Morgan Fairchild. Morgan Fairchild. So I was looking up Morgan Fairchild, speaking of her, because I'm like, how? what did she do? Like, everyone, like us growing up, we just knew the name Morgan Fairchild, right? Like, yeah, we just knew yeah, who it right. was. But I guess she started in, like, some soap opera stuff, so that's how she kind of got her start. Um, yeah. I wasn't uh, aware of, like, how she kind of got going. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, I just figured it was some soap opera. She was just famous <laughs> like wouldn't you know she, yeah <laughs> she was born she was born famous right well and then i wasn't sure i'm like you know because it could have been one of those things where like she started off as like a model or whatever and you know she's got famous but yeah yeah all right so we probably should get into get it to the show yeah yeah we should get into it okay all right um so i want to say i always like to start out with the the, the music yeah, well, here I got I got the music. Okay, so want to hear some of it? Henry Mancini, by the way. Hopefully. We'll hear it. I just played a little bit of it. Sorry it was so loud, yeah. guys. I don't know why. It's a very 80s, right? Yeah. Oh, that, it was like you could have been watching Dallas or Dynasty or yeah, Falcon yeah. Crest or any of those shows. All the same. Like, And then things. when they introduced the cast, they were in like a fancy picture frame. <laughs> right. You know? I wrote mirror. I don't know if that's right. Uh, yeah. I, mean, I don't know if it was a mirror or picture frame, but I guess it would be more mirror because they were moving. Yeah. But, um, but it was like, you know, like the – old like VHS uh, technology or something that they used to do that. But, um, and then the guest stars were in like, I don't know if those, I was thinking those are mirrors or windows or something. They were like, the guest stars had like long windows. Yeah. I don't know. It was just, some but I'm cool assuming this is just continues on throughout the whole thing. The whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So we start out aerial shot at the city. We zoom down into the streets and we see the police escorting what looks like some kind of diplomat or something to the hotel. Turns out it's the king of Portugal. Yeah. Who knew? <laughs> How's that to start out? I, right? I, I don't know. Does Portugal still have a king? A monarchy? <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know. That just doesn't sound uh, like something that still goes on. Yeah. I will say. I don't know. I don't know about. If you've heard it from my wife, but she keeps saying that we need to retire to Portugal because I guess that's a that's a place where people go to retire. Just an FYI. Really? Yeah, she read it I'll in the to, uh, Wall Street Journal, and she hasn't stopped. That wasn't on my list, that. but I'll you know I'll look at it. I'll take a look. See, what, we could do our podcast from there. I don't know. I'm looking at I so I typed in King list of port, Portuguese monarchs. And um, they stop in 1910. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah. So. Victor. I don't know if. I don't know. I mean, I thought it was the real king of Portugal. But <laughs> it could I mean, there might been. be something where they're like related to the family, but they're not like it anymore. 
Does that make sense? You mean like, like in England? Right, like they don't actually do. (laughs) They're still the monarchy, but they they don't rule the country. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't know. All right. If anyone knows Portugal's monarchy structure, let us know. It was Portugal, right? That's what I wrote. Yeah, it was Portugal. Okay. Yeah. Um, I do want to say, uh, me being stupid. So it said based on the novel by Arthur Haley. I'm like, oh, the guy who did uh, Roots. (laughs) That's Alex. Alex Haley. Oh wow. That's a different guy. Wow. <laughs> but Arthur Haley did do airport. So if anyone's seen that, okay. another classic. Hotel, airport. Yeah. Oh, no. Basic yeah. So, names. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. So so we talked about um, the woman that owned the hotel, Mrs. Trent. Um, so there's like a, a dude that runs the hotel, Mr. McDermott. Yeah. Or no. Yeah. yeah you're right. Mrs. McDermott. Okay. And then the lady who owns it is Mrs. Trent. So she's got the money. He does the work. And so he kind of, you know, we watched this various cast check in. It, it, like I said, sort of. It's like Love Boat, also Fantasy Island. Okay, is that what you just said? Sorry. I just, I just yeah, of, yeah, yeah. You're right, though. Like Fantasy Island a bit, too. All right, right everyone, look alive. We got some, we got the King of Portugal <laughs> coming in. Portugal coming That's in. right. He's always wanted to eat potatoes. Right. Yeah, so, some weird you know. fucking potato dish that he's all. I'm like, dude, you're the King yeah, of Portugal. So we're going to fulfill get, his fantasy. You can get fucking potatoes if you want them and i I do want to say i don't know if you noticed this in the background during the whole episode where like you would hear people on the phones taking like reservations and they'd be like name dropping like right here they're like oh you're calling in for paul newman (laughs) you know stuff like that oh really yeah oh i didn't i didn't catch anything i I did catch that they were saying stuff but yeah no yeah it was great anyway that's awesome all right so then we got a guest that um Knows Mr. McDermott, and it turns out she's with an older gentleman, mm-hmm. and she used to be a waitress there. She doesn't want, you know, she fell in love with this guy, doesn't want, you know, the jig to be blown here. So he, she's like, Mr. McDermott, don't say anything about me being a you know waitress here. So he's cool. Turns out McDermott's pretty cool overall. Yeah. He's not this stu- stuffy dude that no. I expected him to be. Yeah, he lets shit uh, go. Yeah. And then, uh, and then this is Go ahead. Did you get when he was in the elevator and he's telling – the guy, like his, I don't know, some other dude that works with him, he's like, yeah, we've got this, you know, people, this couple, blah, blah, blah. He's like, give them the royal treatment. They're from Milwaukee. He's like, you know, think of they're like some big shots. He's like, no, they're grocery store owners that saved up their whole life for this vacation. Oh, I did not and catch let's that. Give, let's, let's give them the royal treatment. So I'm like, yeah, he's you know, a oh. pretty decent guy. No, I didn't so, hear that one. Um, I did see when uh, um, Charles Stanton, uh, Trapper John M.D., uh, Purnell, Roberts walked in. Yeah. He wanted a quiet room, and they asked for his home address. And he's like, uh, "This hotel, I guess." <laughs> <laughs> All right. So obviously, he's quiet. just been uh, kicked out by his wife or whatever. Right. Right. And not to get sidetracked, but uh, back in the day when Trapper John MD came out, I was thrown off that it was a different person than <laughs> the guy from Mash. Right. So. Yeah, and a completely different demeanor. So right, it did kind of. I mean, the show lasted forever, but. It was yeah. like Trapper, and then I think the guy who did Trapper, he did do a TV show for a while. Shoot, oh, did he? I don't know. It didn't go do very well though. Yeah. Now I can't remember what okay. it was called. Um, right. but uh, yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. So she comes in the yeah, da, da, and I'm like, and when I don't know, I started getting weird vibe when she was, you know, talking about 
that she's with that guy. I'm like, okay, is she just trying to rob him or what? <laughs> right. <But laughs> is she, uh, not rob him, but you know what I mean. No, right. But take advantage of him or whatever, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then, but uh, no, it's, it's she was, you know, she was honest. I don't yeah. know if that's the right word. She, she was, uh, sincere. she was on the up and up. Yeah. Um, all right, so then, then we, we uh, they are talking outside the oven, and they're, you know, <laughs> I don't know why I wrote this down. But I watched this a while ago. I said, they're outside the elevator that is either not working or super slow. I don't know. Did it take you a really long time for the <laughs> elevator to get there? And, oh, no, that's right. Because that's the, uh, sorry, they're not outside the elevator. They're elevator that's like you can see oh. outside. Oh, yeah. It's and the did outside you notice elevator. Like how yeah. slow it was going. Like the stuff behind him was like, barely moving i'm like this would yeah, take forever i did notice that floor. yeah because i was thinking maybe it's not moving and when they show up <laughs> right, the exactly. outside it's like it's zipping up the side of the building but, exactly yeah. exactly i'm like is this just you know stock footage or what and then they did right. mention that mel torme is going to be singing too yeah and um right, so a lot of a lot of information on the elevator right there. yeah so he goes to see betty davis and she's like your job is to manage the hotel like she's kind of setting us up here you do it perfectly. I, that's why I don't interfere. But you hired some new security guy who was an ex-con, and she's not happy about it because he's also young. He must be like in his twenties or whatever. Right. right. Um, she's like, as I said before, I never interfere except now. And he he works days and nights, and that she thinks he needs a break. McDermott, I guess he works too much. Yeah. And my yeah. first thought was, how old is Betty Davis here? By the way, she was seventy-five. I, that would have, that would have been my guess. Spot yeah. on. Good call. Way to go. But um, then we have um, Connie Connie Selica. Yeah. Uh, enters, and she's like asking about the assistant manager position, um, and then she goes into the ladies' room. I guess to change. To I don't know. Maybe she's going to apply for the job. I don't. I'm not sure. I follow her role completely in this, but she slips in the bathroom and changes. And then, like, I'm going to go out of sequence a little bit here, but she she later goes to, like, where they're interviewing and sneaks the food into Mr. McDermott, like, as his lunch and, like, pretends like she's delivering his lunch, like she works for him already. And then she dismisses everybody that was there to apply for the job. But then she doesn't take the role of that job. She's, like, in a different position. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's, like, an assistant. Like his assistant versus assistant manager or what or I don't know like his assistant like, versus I don't, right yeah I, I, I didn't get yeah and basically this episode she pulls a Kramer right remember when Kramer like all of a sudden is working at a place but he doesn't really work there because he was working at the cop he was at the copier they're like come on there's a big oh, meeting yeah. he's like what and yeah. then like all of a sudden he's working there and he's got an ulcer and everything else from the job and Seinfeld's like yeah. you don't even really work there <laughs> then he hands in a report. And then the guy's like, this is like you have no business training at all. He's like, whoa. <laughs> He's like, I got to let you go. He's oh, like, I don't awesome. even work here. He's like, that's why it's so hard. <laughs> and then he has this that's briefcase. Awesome. And then Seinfeld's like, what's in there anyway? He's like, crackers. And then he says, like, a box <laughs> of Ritz in there. But that's what she does. She goes in, pretends like she is someone else, lets all the people go saying, hey, the spot's been filled. And then she just starts working there, figuring that she's going to make herself so useful that he's going to have to hire her right. instead of getting arrested, <laughs> which would probably what right. really happen. Right, right. Yeah. But 
So she's off to the races with that plan. Yeah. Um, all right, then what? And then, Meanwhile, we're still introducing guests, right? Yeah, well, kind of. Now, at this point, they go to the lunchroom, and the security guard that we saw really is, is serving food to the king for some reason. Oh, right, right. And McDermott's like, what's the deal here? Why is this guy serving food? And he's not even very good at it. And <laughs> like, I don't know. And then like McDermott pulls him away and, you know, he's like, oh, there's a silver thief on the premises and I'm trying to, you know, figure out who's stealing it. He's like, I think it's that guy, not the king. And it turns oh, yeah. out that he's like the chief of police. But I do have a little clip of him. Uh, them talking about him serving. And I know you can't hear anything, and I apologize, and I don't know why that is, but hold on a second. Don't worry about it. Are we so short of help our security has to serve lunch? I think it was my idea. Okay. Which one of you guys ordered the eggs easy? Well, does anything on here look good? Waiter, I ordered the sausages with the potatoes Dijonais. Buds and links. I knew I forgot something. Listen, I'm going to level with you. Now, I know sausages look good, but have you ever seen what they put into them? This is where the first time where the king is like, I want the potatoes Dijonais. <laughs> That's where he was like oh, there yeah, for. Yeah. And he, the, the, he screws it all up because he he's like, does anything look good here that I have? And then he tells him basically not to eat the sausage because it's bad for him. Right, right. Right. And then, um, then we have Shirley Jones enter yeah. as uh, Miss Langley. And um, she's basically there. I mean – Confesses right at get go that she's there to cheat on her husband, who has revenge. been cheating on her at that hotel at that same hotel for years. Right, so that's the place to do it. Yeah. Um, and then let's see. Oh, and then we we find like a little uh, some of the crew members uh, actually get introduced here too. We got have a bellhop and a, a desk clerk. I think they're like they're married, like their first year newlyweds, I guess, or first year of marriage, but they're too busy with this job to really spend any time together. So they're throughout the episode, they're trying to figure out ways to spend time together. Which is yes. And by spend time together, we mean have sex in the hotel somewhere. Yes. Right. Right. (laughs) A hotel filled with thousands of rooms. They can't find a place (laughs) to go because it's always 100% occupancy rate. Like every hotel is always 100% full. Well, I think they work opposite shifts. That's part of the problem. Yeah, yeah. And he goes to law school, so. Oh, yeah, that's right. And I guess he's been trying to switch shifts, and, you know, she's mad about it. Cause, can't, you know, can't catch a break, their, man. It's tough. Their first-year anniversary is coming up, and blah, 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 blah. Tough being, it's tough being married. It is, especially when you're a bellhop and you work in the hotel, and you're going to law school. Right. And then we see, um, what's her name from Happy Days show up? Yeah, uh, Aaron Morgan. Yeah. Right? Is that her name? Yeah. Yes. Is that her name? I'm pretty sure. That's what I have wrote, written yeah. down, so I'm hoping that's her name. Yeah, that's her name. Uh, Morin. No well, G. Okay. So I, I spelled, okay, I spelled it wrong, too. <laughs> we're doing okay. great. We're doing great, Mike. Yeah. First shift, our first yeah, uh, episode she, back, we're right on it. But she's Karen. She plays Karen. Yeah, she's supposed to be a singer. And she's <laughs> basically what has happened she does not realize this. I thought she was the one pulling a scam. But no, she has been scammed by someone who told her that she he's some sort of record producer. And that he set up a room for her here. She's going to sing this weekend. She probably gave him money. And they have no record of this at all. 
at the hotel. Right, right. And, so she got scammed. And but you're right. Figured, I was thinking she may be scamming them too. I wasn't sure how that was going to work. Yeah, and for whatever reason, she walked into the hotel without taking her bags inside and left them outside. So then Common. the airport van picked him back up and put him back in their truck and went to the yeah, airport. I mean, who hasn't left their bags on the sidewalk in a busy city as they walk into a hotel and just yes. abandon them? Yeah, exactly. And expect that they'll be there when they come back out. <laughs> right, exactly. So, <laughs> I mean, I know they didn't have rolly bags back then, so it's a little harder. It was a little tougher, yeah. yeah but. So yeah, but they right. they do feel bad for her, and they kind of like work on setting her up, and we'll get in more of this later. But yeah, they do treat her nicely, yeah. which is good to know. Again, this hotel, the most understanding hotel in the world, that should have been their yeah. motto. Yeah, we are the right? most understanding and welcoming hotel ever and in flexible. existence. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So we'll always so find we a, a bunch room for kids. you, even though we're always a hundred percent full. <laughs> yeah, we're always booked, <laughs> but we can always find one more. Yeah. I, I feel like that's the truth about hotels. They always say they're booked, but there's always one more, you know. But, um, so now there are, there's a bunch of kids. They're having some kind of dance or something at the hotel too. Um, oh yeah. So there's just a lot of shit going Cotillion, on. Cotillion, like, is that right? I don't that's know. what they say. I think. At this point, there was so much. I'm like, I can't keep up Oop. with all these people. No, right. All these things going on. It's a busy. Um, it's a busy hotel. I don't know how they keep track either. And then we're still not done because Carol shows up, who is uh, – uh, uh, her name escapes oh. me. We talked about her. Just Morgan so Fairchild. Funny. Morgan Fairchild. Morgan Fairchild, so yes. she shows up, and uh, Mr. – I have I call him Mr. D throughout my notes here. That's uh, But fine. Mr. McDermott, um, he's like, yeah, maybe you should leave. And she's like, no, maybe not. Like so, I didn't. You know, at that at that point, we don't really know what the relationship is between them. I think uh, we figured it out pretty quick. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yes. I'm a little more naive than most people, but no, uh, no. She was uh, um, a lady of the a evening, prostitute, <laughs> sex worker, yeah, whatever you yeah. want to call it, depending what era you're from. Era you're from. Right. Right. Yeah, and then when the kid slips her some money, then it's pretty clear. Um, <laughs> right, exactly. And it becomes clearer later, and oh boy. Anyway. Um, right, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because outside the party, someone gives her a room key, right? Oh, right, no, no, he right. gives... He tells the, his buddy, no, tells so his outside buddy the party, hey, be, one dude be up gives, at that room yeah, at 9 o'clock. One dude a key. Yeah. yeah, and gives the, gives one to Morgan Fairchild. Oh, by the way, and uh, Aaron Warren's uh, bags somehow get sent to Kuala Lumpur. No tags on them. Sure. They're just going to get sent there anyway. Yeah, the airport's you know, going to find the farthest place to send them to automatically and just route them that way. They do. If there's no ticket, there's no tag. Know, they don't know where they go. They just, just send them wherever. Automatically you know goes that. to the farthest place away. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Oh, and yeah. By the way, she's the, mad because the, the, her gowns are in there, and she's like, "What am I going to wear when I have to sing?" But they're like, yeah. Uh, and the yeah, and the one younger no hotel dude, the yeah, the younger hotel dude, he's kind of like has a crush on her. Yeah, like immediately, he's already enamored with her, yeah. and that's yeah. who wants yes. to help her. Right, right. And did you notice it sounded like she had like a cold? Did she sound like raspy to you? A little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll agree with that. I'm like, hopefully they don't have. This. I didn't know if that was just the older Joni voice or if that was. was yeah, uh, maybe she smoked a lot between Happy Days and this. 
Yeah. Although there wasn't that really Joni, much Joni, time. Joni loves Chachi days. When did Happy uh, Days end? I'm not sure. Because this was 83. Happy Days, I think, was still yeah. going on. Was she, oh, I don't know. Was she still in it, though? Oh, it ended in 84, know. so it was like right at the end okay. of it. Yeah. All right. But I don't know if she left early. I know she did Joni Loves Chachi, but then she I did come she back. I think she did, too, for a bit, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know she died in 2017. Oh yeah, not not a pretty situation, but yeah. Anyway, um, so they give her the guy gives her the presidential suite, which I figured the oh, king yeah. would have been in, but I guess the king didn't rank high enough. He was in the be... king suite, not the <laughs> presidential suite. Is, yeah. is that yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have a king suite and a presidential suite? Yeah, I depends on where you come from, but uh... <clears throat> yeah. Um, so that that so, was nice of him to do that for yeah. no reason, right? And then the kid, you know, that is the recipient of the sex worker. He's up watching <laughs> the Knicks game, and uh, Carol, the the prostitute, shows up, and uh, Wayne is the kid. That's the kid's name, and basically he's just the, you know he's a good kid. His buddies just you know hooked him up, I guess, and yeah, I don't know, whatever. And so he thanked That's her. Pretty much it. How many yeah. 80s movies was that, like, the basic plot? Right, right. A lot. A lot, many. By the way, at the point when uh, the one guy gives Aaron, Karen, what's her name, Karen? The hotel. The, Karen, Karen. Yeah. Pete goes Wait, up which to one? Carol? No, whatever. No, the Aaron Ooh. Morgan's character. <laughs> what yeah, was that's, her name? Uh, Karen, right? Was it Karen? Yeah, Karen. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's pissed because, but he's like, no, 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 she's for real. This is, you know, and he thinks he's being had. And he says to him, he's like, you are losing your objectivity. That is important for a hotel man. I'm like, oh, is it? That's <laughs> like in the the, in the book of hospitality when you go to your, get your, yeah. go to your hospitality degree. Is that like thing? You got to be objective. Maybe. Anyway. I don't know, Mike. Not in the industry. I'm not either. So, all right. So yeah. So Carol, uh, da, 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 da. and then we see Mrs. Langley, um, Cheryl Jones, Shirley, Shirley Jones, <laughs> <laughs> Shirley Jones. We're butchering everyone's name today, guys. Yeah. Can you tell we've been off for like a month? <laughs> I have my notes here in front of me. I'm still screwing up. She goes out and she takes her ring off before she goes out. That's nice. Right. Right. Um, when then we see. Uh, Charles uh, Purnell, uh, Trapper. Yeah. He gets a call. It's his wife. The landscaper needs money. Um, and then she rips she on him. She basically for calls a... with like a, li- a list of right. demands. Yeah. Right. And uh, he calls her uh, an ineffectual father and husband. I'm like, nice. All right. And then she, he hangs up. Yeah. And then we get to the first complicated issue. This is when the kid who bought, got Wayne. Carol has an idea. Do you want to go into this? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want me? I, I can't. Like, I'll I'll try to describe. So basically, without getting you know, yeah, all the boys are you know like in this you know together and like hey yeah you know we hooked up Wayne, cool you know did did you chip in yeah I did okay well you know what we should really get a little something for our investment uh, get some of the dividends so they all head up to the room. You know, Wayne, Wayne's gone about it the rest of his day now, and Carol's just hanging out in the room. And um, they kind of force their way in, and 
and force themselves upon her. Yes. And uh, it's, not, it's not, not a good scene. No. No, it's not a good scene. And uh, I remember when I read this uh, synopsis of this episode, I'm like, holy shit. I sent it to Mike, and he's like, whoa. Like, well, it's pretty heavy uh, first episode. Right. You know? But, you know, you got to get, I don't know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that happens. At least we see that part go on where they go in, and we know it's not going to be good. And Right. So then and we cut to Max, um, the older guy, and his girlfriend who used to work at the hotel. They're enjoying some champagne, and he really seems to be into her. That's really nice. They have a nice little conversation, yeah. and he's going to show her the town. By the way, does they do they say – is this set in New York? Do they say where this is at, or is it West Coast? I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Anyway. I'll see if so, I can find it. Yeah. I'm sure it was on – Hotel and- – Hotel in San Francisco. Okay. Changed from the New Orleans setting of the novel and film. Okay. All right. Um, so, yeah. So, now we have uh, – I keep calling – right. I wrote her down the entire time as Connie, Connie Selica. Because I don't yeah. think we even knew her name at this point. They didn't name her. Not until right? almost at the end. <laughs> you know? yeah. So, she comes up to Pete and says, hey, there's a problem. Again, she's Kramering this. She's somehow got herself in there working and – People are reporting to her, even though whatever. And they say that uh, the king is mad because there's too much noise in the room above. Again, he's not even on the top floor, even though he's a king. Right, right. He's got, he bitches constantly. Right. Well, he's, I don't know. He's, he's a, a figurehead. He's a king. Yeah. So Pete goes up there just as all the boys are, like, leaving the room. Like, he sees them leave. Doesn't say anything to him, even though he knows that they were in the room that was making all the noise. And the room is trashed. And he finds Carol on the floor crying. And he kind of goes up to him and uh, goes up to her and, you know, consoles consoles her. her. Yeah. So, and by the way, he knows her. She's a frequent customer of the hotel. Um, So he goes back. He goes back down to the dance. Yeah. And the boy confronts some of the boys, and they're like, hey, we didn't know anything about that. Yeah. But it seems like half the boys were in on it, the other half weren't. Um, so, you know, Mr. Mr. McDermott says something about there'll be a rape charge, and then there's, like, an altercation with one of the smart-ass rich kids. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're all rich, for the most part, all rich dickheads. The typical... Right, right. <laughs> What you would expect. My, do you know who my dad is? My dad will ruin this right. hotel. My dad spends so much money here. Right. Yeah. And that's exactly so. what they say, too. So then, you know, he kicks them all out. And then Billy, the security guy, is like, hey, I don't think you should call the cops. He's worried about, um, I guess, bad press or... Yeah. Bad press, but also the rich people's parents being mad about it, them kids getting in trouble. I don't know. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. It's all, all the wrong reasons. Right. right? All the yeah. reasons that you read about in the news in the real life that pisses you off. Exactly. <laughs> this is exactly right. the things he's talking about. If you catch my drift. Um, so yeah, Billy tells him that justice is a dangerous game and they continue on. So at this point, Max and his young bride are dancing, and Shirley Jones walks by, and Trapper's there too. And they, this is where they go into a bar, 
Which, by the way, this bar has the tiniest tables I've ever seen. They look like they were sitting, like, you know when you go to do a parent-teacher conference and your kid's, like, in yeah. kindergarten? You're in the kid's desk? Yeah. Wasn't it, like, really <laughs> short? Like, the it, one it guy. It was, like, where she was sitting. Yeah. Like, the one guy was up at the bar. She was down, like, almost on the floor, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and it wasn't, like, one of those restaurants that have you sit on pillows. It wasn't like that. This was, like, no, just a no. tiny little table. Right. So, and, and I don't know if you noticed at one point, because these are the kind of things I noticed that my wife laughs at me about when the dude, so she had, she's, you know, she's looking at some guy at a bar kind of making eyes at him, like trying to figure it out. But if you notice, there's two drinks in front of her, two sherries. Then he comes oh, over and he walks up and he has, she has to wait just for another sherry. And then at that point, there's only one there. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so like, obviously yeah. they did some cutting and editing and they messed up. Because then later right. she brings another one. Then there's two on the table. So they, you know. Interesting. Yeah. So a continuity error, errors, my favorite. Yeah. I should do a podcast nice. just on continuity errors. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. I'm sure someone does. Yeah. You know? But there's room for one more. Okay. Then... I don't know. I just have a bullet that says Connie Selica is all over this new position. Yeah. I don't have anything what she did or anything, but she just <laughs> must have made an appearance. No, she was everywhere. She had like binders. Yeah. She was like trying to book people to rent out the hotel and stuff. Um, but I do yeah. want to say though, this guy that comes over to Shirley Jones, she's you know, he's Oh yeah, he's a dick. He's a dick, typical guy. You know, she's married and he's like, Hey, you know, I noticed you're sitting here without your ring. I know exactly what you want. And then she's like, "Yeah, not you." <laughs> yeah, like, she she played it right up. She's like, "Yeah, you're you're right." Right, I but do, then he doesn't stop. You. He's like, "What are you? Some kind of tease here? I got a clip of it here. I'm a, I know you can't hear, but I'll play it anyway." Thank you. We'll, we'll run a tab. I don't think you got my message. Oh yes, I did get your message across the room. The way you looked at me with those eyes. I've changed my mind. Well, what is it? Some kind of tease or something? What? Linda, Linda, it is you, Charles Stanton, PTA meeting. Remember? My wife and you, uh, your kids and ours, same carpool? Yes, uh, of course. I, I'm sorry I didn't recognize you. Won't you join us? Amazing running into someone you know like this. You don't mind. Oh, no. So that's when Trapper comes over and saves her. Pretends like he knows her because he's watching this go down. That's so that a smooth nice move, too. Yeah, that was nice yeah. of him. Good save. And- and he's smart about it. He does that. He The guy leaves, and he's like, are you going to be cool? He's like, all right. And he leaves, too. Like, he doesn't, right, like, right. stick around and then try to he make doesn't... the moves. Right. Yeah. So, but he's not looking for that at that point anyway. He's just there because he got kicked out of his house, basically. Right. Yeah, uh, just doing a you know, gen- gentlemanly thing there, taking care of. Yeah. It's a very yeah, nice thing so. to do. Yes. And then um... – McDermott goes to the hospital to see Carol, mm-hmm. um, and she's really a bitch to him, you know? Um, he's like, hey, the hotel's going to take care of the bill, which she's probably like, yeah, damn right, because I'm going to sue you bastards. But um, but he's like, I want you to press charges. And she's like, you know, for for all the reasons, probably, I'm going to just, you know, I know things have progressed over time, probably not to where they should be, but in the 80s, I'm, I'm sure it was way worse than it is today. But she was like saying that she doesn't want to press charges because of all the bullshit reasons that, you know, people say now society and people. Yeah. And yeah. All that shit, you know. Yeah. No. So I get that. All the same bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. And, you and know, then, she, uh, and she's like also just thinking he's doing it to like 
I don't know, not make her a cause. And he's like, I'm not any. She's like, I'm not anybody's cause. I'm a hooker. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like that too. She was like, Yeah, I'm yeah. not your. I'm not here for you to save me. I mean, whatever. but of course, again, it was played a little over too much, you know, because it is soap opera e, and it is Morgan Fairchild yeah. doing it. But yeah, right, right. Um, then then we go back oh, to the hotel. Go ahead. Yeah, then Charles and and Mrs. Langley. Uh, Shirley Jones, they run into each other again in the lobby, and then this is where the sparks really fly. So yeah, they decide they go off together to like hang out. Yeah, exactly. They just go out on the town. Yeah. Fisherman's Wharf, I'm sure. Go see the Ghirardelli Chocolate Place. All the good stuff that's out in San Francisco. Nice. Um, and that's when the front desk is like the day shifts. Like, hey, there's someone in the presidential suite. We didn't know that it was booked. Like. All right, well, send up the works. <laughs> yeah, right. So they like, you know, they don't even look into it. They just send up like every kind of thing they have, like someone to do a mani pedi and like massage and like champagne, yeah, right. all the treatment. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of nice. Um, and then I have here. Oh, Max, the old guy, is calling in some reservations. He's making some plans. Making some plans yeah. for the girl. Yeah, he's in love. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he wants to show her a good time. Right. This is where Connie Selker brings Pete's lunch up there. And he's like, hey, and he's he's onto something here. He knows yeah, something. He kind of calls her out, right. but not really. Yeah. He's like, you know, I can't find a new assistant. And he's like, I'm not even getting any applicants. It's weird. And, you know, and she's like, well, you know, you want someone that could just move in and take over. And a person like that's hard right. to find. And he's, again, you know he's on to it a little bit. He's like, yeah, well, I think you can do that. I think you can find that person for me. Yeah, by tomorrow. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Then we we cut to the restaurant. Yeah. Well, first we see Billy. Oh, no. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, he's in the restaurant. Never mind. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, we go to the restaurant. And uh, (laughs) Hector, the the main waiter, you know, the main guy at the restaurant he's like yeah uh somebody died <laughs> or it, the way he was saying it was like billy was billy's more of a street guy right so he's interpreting everything that this guy is saying is like dad dying as in like um no business or like you know not active or n- not happening yeah. you know what i mean like n- not jumping it's not a you know but no he re- literally means someone's dead and um so it turns out it's max right yeah, I was I was disappointed. Max just had a heart attack right at the table for lunch. Just passed yeah. away peacefully, I guess. So the girl slips some sunglasses on him, <laughs> and now it's like weekend at Bernie's, and he's sitting at the table, and they're going to pretend he's alive for the rest of the meal. <laughs> right. They so they don't freak there. anybody out. They don't want to drag him out. And by the way, they're like, oh, right. six others had the Spanish omelet, and they're fine. So it's not the omelet. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, okay, so, I guess I'll stay here until lunch is over and just sit next yeah. to my dead. And she starts uh, trying to talk to him. She's like, to double check, I think. She's like, are you awake? Max? Are you awake? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, were they, now crazy. I'm trying to remember, were they actually married or just engaged? I think they were just engaged. They were engaged. Yeah. They were engaged. He was going to marry her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. But, um, oh, yeah. Then, uh, meanwhile, in the presidential suite, uh, this is where all those people come up to the. Which McCall? Oh, yeah, she's getting all that. this stuff done. And then we see Langley and 
Is it, right? That's what, what her name was, Shirley Jones. Langley and yeah, Charles. Yeah, Langley. Mrs. Langley. They're hanging on yeah. the cable car. And, like, I'd never been on a cable car, but I always saw those. I'm like, that just seems scary. You're just hanging on the outside of that thing. Is that what it was? Like, I didn't know if it was a trolley or a cable well, car. Well, like... aren't they the same thing, basically? I think it's. I don't know. <laughs> Isn't a cable car, like, off the ground or no? No. There's a cable okay. under the ground that pulls the trolley, is what. Okay. Anyway, whatever. I know what you're talking about. But anyway, okay. I just thought that was weird just because they seem too old to be to be hanging out outside there. By the way, Pernell yeah. Roberts was 55 in this episode. Shirley Jones, 49. Wow. <laughs> Damn. They both, honestly, I thought they were older. I especially thought he was older. He looked older than her. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. I feel good. All right, so then what? Uh, oh, and uh, we find out at some point that we think, right, that the Aaron and that one dude slept together in that hotel, in that probably in that presidential suite. Oh, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. And Pete's like, "You're in love. You're the yeah. you, you know, you're the guest director. And you need to take care of this. Like, basically, like get her out of the room. <laughs> like, get her out get of the your hotel. Head out of your ass. Yeah. yeah, but he wants to give her a chance to sing." And I'm still thinking she's a scammer. Right, exactly. It seems, yeah. Um, but then Connie comes up again and says the t- uh, uh, some TV channel wants to come up and do a thing about the uh, shoot shoot a thing about the hotel, and they want to use the presidential suite. He's like, oh. He's like, nope. uh, no. We don't interrupt the guests. Yeah. So even though that they could have just kicked her out, whatever. He like and that's the thing is like he kind of goes along with it. He lets, yeah, because yeah. anyone else would he be plays, like, it, he's a softy. Yeah, he'd be like, no, know? get her out of there, and we'll do a, you know, we'll record something in there. But yeah, <clears throat> but, but um, yeah. So Pete goes, and now the police office, the there's police still station. there's still like an hour left of the show yes. at this point. <laughs> yeah, there is, but yeah. So then he goes he, to the police uh, office because yeah. he knows someone. Station, right? Yeah, he knows someone, right. and he wants to get the cop to look into it, and he's like. What? Well, how am I gonna? What am I gonna do with this? You know what I mean? Right. And the cop's like kind of a dick. He's like, yeah. I know I'm a dick for saying this. But... Right. And he knows that he's it... gonna get in trouble if he like Pete. They're worried about Pete. They're still worried about Pete getting in trouble with the rich people. Yeah. Right. Right. Because there's not gonna be any way to prove it, and they're gonna be be like, well, she's a hooker. Who cares? You know. Right, so. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. So what? So then then. What what was her name again? Carol. Who? Which one? Shirley Jones. No. Oh, Morgan uh, Fairchild was uh, Carol. Morgan Fairchild. Yeah, yeah. So she and uh, McDermott get together, or they're, they're she's walking out of her place and he's out there waiting, and she she basically thinks like the convert. You know, they're conversing, and she's like, "Well, you know, the hospital paid or the hotel paid for her hospital bill." So she's like, "You know, I figure that's twelve hours." So you know. Do you want twelve hours of my time? So he, so he takes her, and she thinks it's going to be for sex, but it turns out he basically just takes her on like a date. Yeah, right? they just like go around. He, yeah, Fisherman yeah. Wharf. They just go see all the sites, playing games and stuff. Yeah, so um, do all the touristy stuff, and now it's kind of wrapping up, and she's like, you know, you're weird or whatever, and then he kind of bounces back into the rape talk, like he's trying right. to push her into, you know. Yeah. Uh, pushing for a conviction or something here. Right. Uh, 
Yeah. And she's like, I am what I am. Don't try to change me. Um, you know, she's like, I'm a human trash bin. And uh, he's like, she's like, why do you care so much? She's like, because I like you. But I'm like, yeah, he's yeah. really forcing her into doing it, you know. Yeah, that's uncomfortable. Yeah. No, I know. It's like, I mean, okay, you, gotta, you, know. you could try to get her to do it, you know, because you think it's maybe the right thing to do, mostly because you want the brats to get in trouble. Right. Uh, but, but, yeah, you got to respect her yeah, decision. Yeah, exactly. Like and but then anyway. um, Megan and the bellboy make plans to meet up after his last drop off. And that's right. when things get messed up. Do you remember this part? Yeah. Yeah, he couldn't catch a break. Yeah. Because he, um, yeah, the, the, some couple comes in and the wife is like bitching about everything and he's switching rooms and going from here to there with them. Yeah. Moving them around and he just basically burns up all the time that they have. Right. Because she, it's like what? They go around in five rooms and he's just like, I just want to fucking rest. Yeah. <laughs> That the was husband, Bill yeah, the I forgot like, his name. He's the guy from from yeah. Maud. He was sixty one yeah. in this episode. He was Stanley and Maud, right? So yeah, and then he just had a breakdown. I, was I like, think oh, so. I just want to sleep. Uh. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, okay, we'll keep this room. But yeah. Um, so, um, but I yeah, by the time he's the, done, she had to go back on duty. I'm like, I thought she had yeah, like three yeah, hours. Yeah, yeah. Like it took three hours to do all that, but I guess it could. It took a long time. Took a long time. Yeah. But uh, then I think this is when uh, the jig is up for uh, Christine. I think we finally find out her name, Connie Salka. Um, he basically tells her, I don't know, I, I don't know how they, she came clean or whatever, but he's like, you know, what do you, you know, what's, what's going on here or whatever. And she's like, basically, she just says, you know, she'll clean out her desk and, yeah. um, you know, be on her way. And he, he's like, well, you know, wait. So then he takes her out for like a drink or something. Yeah, they go downstairs like, and have a coffee yeah. or a drink or something. Yeah, and they talk it out. Very, very uh, rational man, Mister McDermott. Right, because he's like, "Why did you do it?" She's like, "Well, because I knew she wouldn't be. She was didn't think she'd be able to compete. I guess because she doesn't have a on degree paper. and all that. So yeah, on paper, yeah. And she's like, "I knew you needed so someone special." So, and he's like. So that's, you know, I don't know. He that tells her a life story downstairs, and yeah. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. Then because, he, gets her, he gets her a room right, because at the hotel. When she was a kid, she stayed at a nice hotel and went to a library and read all about hotels. <laughs> right. Like, what? Yeah. Who does it? She and how many books life. are there on hotels? That's what I want to know. Right, yeah, or at least in the 80s, how many were there? <laughs> yeah. Except for the book that this uh, show was based off of. I don't know what you're reading. <laughs> right. She's like, I read the book about this show. And, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, and then we cut to to uh, Miss Langley and Charles in the hot tub. Yeah, they're well, bubble and, bath. Uh, they're having a bubble bath together. Yeah, bubble bath. Yeah, yes, it's a big tub. Um, so yeah, you know that uh, they made fireworks, so things went well for them. Yeah, and he wasn't even um, looking for it. And then. Uh, Billy, the security guy, is in with that couple that was eating up all the time. Yeah. And uh, turns out that like the husband's missing. Right. And now and Billy's does like, anyone really think he's missing? Are you sure he's missing? Because you know, <laughs> right. he, he, yeah. he has some ideas. No one he was missing. But he's on the case. Yeah. He's gonna look for. It. He's on it. 
right? She's right. like, ah, he must have been kidnapped right. if he's not here. And she talks about all the things right. he wanted to do in his life, and she nixed all of them. He's like, oh boy, yeah. okay, sure, yeah, I'm sure he he's got like, kidnapped. Yeah, I get it. Um, so she gives him yeah. a photo and, you know, she's just a piece of work. And yeah. um, then we see Pete go into a meeting with uh, Betty Davis. By the way, Pete takes Carol to the, the police guy and he does file. She does file a complaint. Um, she, oh, yeah. And yeah, she yeah. knows about Carol yeah. and she asks why he told her to go to police. She wasn't happy about it. You know, Betty Davis is always kind of hard to read. She always seems kind of pissed off. Anything I've ever seen yeah. her in. Um. And that's all I got really for that. And then, but she seems she seems not happy. But we find but out truly, more later. Yeah, we find out she's got her own way about her. Yeah. So then Pete talks to Mel Torme, and somehow this girl's going to get an audition. Yeah, it happens all the time. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah, scores scores her an audition, and uh, oh, and then uh, <laughs> oh Judy. Judy's talking to McDermott. Judy's Max's, you know, the younger yeah. lady Max. She's died. the so Judy's widow, I guess, if you call it that. Yeah, yeah, could have been, but she's like saying that she was, you know, she's dumb, and she, but she, <laughs> he's like, you're not dumb, blah blah, and then she wants to pay her way back, and he's like, you know, she's like, I used to waitress here, so figure you just let me waitress here for a couple of weeks, and I, you know, I got it covered. And he's like, all right, you're hired, <laughs> but I was thinking like. I didn't think he was going to do I thought he was going to be like, no, we'll get you home, whatever. But no, he's going to have to work it off. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Somehow. He's got a hard side. Yeah. yeah. So now Megan and the bellboy guy, I don't know why I never wrote his name down. They're going to go to the the, yeah. pe- the picking site suite because uh, apparently Barbara Walters is coming into town to get another name drop that they threw out there. But she changed oh, yeah. her plan, so she's going to be a day late. So they're going to use her room to for, the uh, for their anniversary. Yeah, but that's later in the yeah, night. Yeah. And then we see Mel Torme, yeah. and I wrote down that he's ski- scatting and bebopping because <laughs> he kind of is. He's yeah. like, dude, scatting and bebop, boop, boop, like when they're playing the music. <laughs> that was exactly <laughs> like it. It was exactly. Was that a clip? Yeah. What was that? As, uh, yeah. He was called the Velvet Fog, and as they say in Futurama, they call me the Velour Fog. Um, oh wow! Yeah. Um, but Joni, Joni walks in for her audition, or Karen, I guess we'll call her Karen. Yeah. She walks in, and immediately he's like, "All right, let's hear you sing." Yeah. And we don't get and to see it. They, we don't get to see it, <laughs> but we do get to see Mel talking to Pete and saying, "Uh, yeah, she can't. I can't let I her. I can't open let her show. open. Yeah." <laughs> yeah, so we're like, okay, she's a fraud. But they keep talking, uh, yeah. And then yeah. Um, Pete is asking Billy about um, what's his name that's disappeared, and he's looking into it. Um, but, yeah, so now Betty Davis is talking to Peter because the boy's dad is on the way up. And looks like it's going to be a firestorm now, right? So the old yeah. man blames yeah. her, but she turned the tables, basically, and said that... Um, um, basically on him. She's like, Peter yeah. cares. You know, you're making more money than you can spend. What do you care about honor or whatever? Something like that. They just, he just, she just kind of like turns it all back on him and he realizes that, oh, I'm a piece of shit. It's like, it's like a mother yelling at her child. Right. That's what it came down to. Exactly. And then she has Carol come in and he's like, oh, I got to actually yeah. look at the person now, you know? So obviously he knows what happened. He was just trying to be a dick about it and throw his weight around. And she's like, Fuck you. Here's my weight. And uh, yep. 
He basically apologized to her. And she's still pressing charges. Yeah. Yes, she should. He, you know, he says what my son's done done is wrong. He'll face the charges, and I'll be at his side. So, yeah, he'll still have high powered lawyers, and he'll probably get out of it. So, whatever. Sure. But at least sure. he has to go to the court, and hopefully, He's go through the hassle. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Betty Davis apologized to her and said, "Hey, you should have been safe in my hotel." Right. Right. But uh, next time I get a cut of every man you bring in here. <laughs> yeah, right. We got to work something out here. <laughs> right. um, oh, and then the security guy, Billy's at the bar, and he sees the husband that was kidnapped playing in the band at the bar. And the guy's just having the time of his life. So he clearly ran away from his wife, and it turns out he's going to go tour with the band. So <laughs> yeah. That was kind of cool. Yeah, he's just going to leave, not even tell his wife where yeah. he is. Nice. Yep. And then um, the young couple uh, that worked there, that he, he sends his wife up to the room for the anniversary. He's like, I'll meet you there in a couple minutes. You know, he, he heads up. They go at it. Yep. And, um, you know, they got their time. They got their time in the room. Yeah. Which is nice. We see Charles and uh, Mrs. Langley having their sure. last dance. Yeah. Not much happens there. And then, but then Connie Selica comes out. She's like, "Hey, the king is mad. His suite's air conditioning is out, and they're gonna move him to that suite, the picking seat suite, because of course they are. And it's empty. He walks in on the two, like (laughs) in the bed. Him and his entourage. Exactly. Yeah, it was pretty good. You don't really see what happens, but I don't know. No. And then it's time for Mel Torme. Oh yeah, he performed. We get to see a little performance. End of a song, right? Yeah, we, right. we they don't they don't have the rights to do the whole music. No, but they're all sitting up then, front. Uh, Pete, the guy that um, brought Carol or Karen in, yeah, and her, and they're getting right. to watch. And you know, then he tells a story about how he had someone sing, and he said, "I couldn't have her open up for me." She's like, "Jesus, you're gonna tell this story in front of the me. whole crowd." <laughs> But then he's like, right. but I told them that because none of you would want me to sing. So I'm going to have her close my show. And then she gets to go up there and sing. Or not yeah. really her sing. I don't think it was her singing. Do you? I don't know. I don't know if it was or not. Um, and I only say that because I think she did some singing in Joni Loves Chachi or For something. For real? Like she wanted to, yeah. yeah. I don't know. So maybe I, I don't know. But but anyway, we only hear like one little bit of it, and it cuts away. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, we see Charles and Miss Langley. Kind of, she's going back to her husband. He he tells her he loves her, but she's like, oh, he promised we we're going <laughs> to do that or whatever. And, After two and days then, with you, I already right. am in love with you. Right. So she gets in the cab and, and takes off. And it's kind of a you know sad departure there. Oh, by the way, she says, I married Bob when I was 19. Maybe it was loyalty, but 19 years, and she says something about 19 years of marriage. So we're supposed to believe that she's not even 40. <laughs> I know. Like, yeah. And I went back right. and I listened again to make sure that I heard that correctly. <laughs> Slow motion. Yeah, I mean, granted, that's she's only right. ten years off, but still. Sure, sure. Um, 
Oh, then we see the king again. And then oh, and he she leaves and basically leaves him in her room, I think, right? Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. 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 Anyway, go ahead. Oh yeah, then we see the king at at dinner, and like or whatever. This guy's got, or yeah, he's just had a shitty trip. Someone gets up and like bumps into him and spills his soup or something on him, and he's like, you know, just a mess. And then, um, I forgot her name now. Max's, yeah, girlfriend. Uh, yeah, she comes. She comes. She comes over because she's a waitress there now, and she like cleans him up. Like they make eye contact. And again, love at first sight. Right. Time. You see the you, know? you see the fireworks going off. Everything. Yeah. 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 And then uh, she ends up making him his potato dish that he really wanted. So. Yeah, she Sounds makes like it herself because she, yeah, she's going to be the queen of. Uh, right, the queen of Portugal. Portugal. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. he wanted he ordered tried to order the potatoes again, but the one guy who makes them wasn't there that day. But she knew right. how. She's like. I'll take care of it. Because no one else knows how to make so, them at that hotel. If you can find yourself a woman who can make some good potatoes, make your queen. That's what I say. Yeah, especially if they're but, potatoes Dijonet or whatever. Anyway, yeah, um, yeah. we see Karen leaving. Mark's like, hey, you're leaving? She's like, yeah, Mel, Mel Torme got me a gig in Hawaii. I'm like, okay. Right. Did she ever get her bags? Right. I don't know. Maybe she'll meet him up over there. Right. She buy new ones now. Yeah. Um. By the way, I wrote down, I don't know why, I must have been getting delirious when I was writing this. I wrote down for that waitress that she makes the tomatoes the king wants instead of the potatoes. <laughs> tomato, tomato. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So now Betty Davis has Megan and her husband up in there to yell at him. And, oh, yeah. But then, being the softy that she is, she's like, by the way. I'm leaving for Los Angeles and I need people to stay in my house here, up here for like, so whatever week. So they let her, they let them stay up there. Right. So in her suite or whatever. She should have prefaced it by saying, don't use my bed, please. (laughs) Right. Lay down some plastic or something. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah. And, um, then how do we wrap it all up? So Charles goes to get in a cab, and Shirley Jones is in there. Oh, yeah. That's right. And she's like, she says something. I can't remember. She says something like, oh, you know, whatever. You promised. I did. Yeah, that's, that's what it was. Like yeah. And then, um, it, so then Billy's acting as a bellhop for some reason, the security guy. Kind of comes yeah, down the he's stairs. Undercover. And she's like, who do I start interviewing? Why do you want, you know... And he ends up giving her the job. Peter ends up giving her the job. Right. Oh, yeah. And they find so out that out. the king wants an extra plane ticket for Judy. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. That was a hell of a lot. That was a it was, lot. It wasn't, it wasn't difficult to follow, though. I'll tell you. It was It was an easy watch. No. It was just long. It seemed long. Yeah. It was long watching it. Yeah. I was, at some points, I was like, oh, is this ever going to end? But there was, there was almost too much going on though. Too many people. But I like it's like you said to me, that was um, the pilot. You know, the rest of the episodes were shorter, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, good show. I liked it. I actually liked it a lot stars. more than I thought I would. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think I'd like it at all. So turns out, turns out, not bad. So I'm looking at. <laughs> The next episode, 
It says Victoria Cabot takes over the hotel from her sister-in-law, Laura Trent, and she's visited by a former love. Christine is stalked by a dangerous secret admirer. So they don't let up on Jesus. this stuff already. <laughs> no. And a very pregnant woman shows down. up in the lobby, all during a huge blackout. Wow. Sounds like a good one. Yeah. Don't don't miss it. Don't miss next week's episode. Cool. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> all, right. all right. Anyway, yeah. That's all I got to say. So, yeah, Hotel. Thanks, Michelle, for letting us know. She said she's been doing a rewatch of it, and that's what she was saying. It's like, it was a little deeper than she had expected. Or I shouldn't say rewatch. I don't know if she originally watched it. I can't, I forgot what she said now. It was too long ago. But anyway, thanks for the. But, like, uh, if it was on now, I would watch. I'd watch it if I saw it on now. Yeah, I don't know if it's on anything. Got the taste. I I don't know either, to be honest. Um, Anyway, so we. We do kind of know what we're doing next episode. By the way, R.I.P. Oh, yeah. uh, David Soul, uh, Hutch from Starsky and Hutch. Mm-hmm. Also, did Indeed. you see? Now I got to get her name right. Hold on. Click, click, click. Yeah, I know. I sorry for the typing keys. Oh, it's a sound effect. Yeah, Cindy Morgan. Maybe that's why I thought Morgan passed away. She was uh, Lacey Underall in uh, Caddyshack, the judge's like niece or whatever. Oh, oh wow! Yeah, yeah, she died too. So, but anyway, David Soul, we're gonna so we're gonna do we're gonna honor David. Yeah, Soul we're gonna honor David Soul. Do episode of um, Starsky and Hutch. We don't know Starsky which one yet, Hutch. but we'll find something. They're all good. We'll find something. Even though it seems like we did one recently, but it probably was. Yeah, yeah. If there's one you wanted me to do. It's probably like two years ago since we've done it. No, it hasn't been that long. But uh, (laughs) I think the last one we did was the vampire one. So it was a Halloween episode, probably last Halloween. So at least a year ago. Anyway, yeah. So that's it for this episode. Uh, Anything else you want to say, Mike? That's all I got. All right. So for this episode, I used to watch this. I am Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. We'll see you next time at the hotel. That's it for this episode of I Used to Watch This. Visit us at IUsedToWatchThis.com, Facebook.com slash IUsedToWatchThis, Twitter at IUsedTheNumber2WatchThis, and Instagram.com slash IUsedToWatchThis. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are available. Thanks for listening.